I was in service one Sunday and my pastor was teaching a message and he said that every single person on earth was sent with a purpose. Mm. Every, no matter what we're, no matter what we're doing, no matter what we're experiencing, no matter where we are in life, we were sent with a purpose. And that really ministered to me. And so I started praying and I said, God, I heard my pastor say that everybody have a purpose and I am included in everybody. You are listening to the Iron Wifey podcast, where we sharpen and encourage one another in Christ through real, relatable, and candid conversations. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and thank you so much for joining us today. Now, before we get into today's episode, this episode is brought to you by Iron Wifey Magazine. Iron Wifey is the online faith-based women's publication written for women by women. Now, Iron Wifey portrays lifestyle lessons through a God-centered lens and tackles everyday situations in the areas of faith, prayer, lifestyle, business, and relationships. Each article is Holy Spirit-led and published to be read. Now, our motto at Iron Wifey is Iron Sharpens Iron, So One Woman Sharpens Another. To learn more about Iron Wifey Magazine and possibly contribute your writing gifts, visit ironwifeymagazine.com. All right. Now, today's guest is very special as I actually conducted this interview months ago, actually November of 2020. And at that time, she was getting ready to release her brand new movie because she is that amazing. Um, her brand new movie, A New Husband for Christmas. And right after we recorded the interview, my dad died. And so there were a lot of things that I had to take care of, whether it be going back home and making sure the funeral arrangements and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And so there was so much on my plate at that moment that we never got a chance to release this interview. Now, today's guest is absolutely amazing at what she does. I did not want this interview to go to waste at all because she is just one of those people who absolutely blows your mind when it comes to chasing your purpose, when it comes to walking in your God-given gifts, and when it comes to using and when it comes to using your talents for the Lord. And so without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Kyria Williams. Now, Kyria is the founder of KMW Productions. Um, It is a, she started off writing screenplays. She ended up writing a book. She has written multiple movies and um, her first movie, The Wake Up Call, was available on YouTube and now is available on Amazon Prime. And she just released her new movie, A New Husband for Christmas, this past December. Um, the movie's already been out for like six months. However, it has gotten over 500 reviews. Everyone's saying it is five stars. I will have the link below so that you can check out A New Husband for Christmas. And I mean, hey, it may not be the holiday season, but you can always do Christmas in June or Christmas in July because we all know that that is actually a thing and kid you not that is actually a thing actually celebrated (laughs) Christmas in July with my family a couple of years back but I I am just so excited to sit down with Kyria again this was this interview was conducted back in November but some of the the gems that she drops just her story her testimony is absolutely amazing and I couldn't not let you guys hear it like I, I, I just couldn't do that I couldn't bring myself to not release this amazing woman of God's story because here on the Iron Wifey podcast, you know, we sharpen and encourage women in Christ. And so I know that her story is definitely going to sharpen a few of you listening. So without further ado, I introduce you guys to Miss Kyria Williams. Kyria, hello. Hello, Michaela. Thank you so much for having me. It is such a pleasure to be on your show. Well, I am super excited to have you. Now, we start the show off every single time with the same question. Kyria, what does it mean to you to be about your father's business? 
Oh my goodness. Being about my father's business to me means literally putting everything, all your plans, everything that you thought you were going to do, everything that you visualize in your mind that you were going to move forward on. And literally, if he redirects that, basically saying, away with it, even though it was my dream, it was my passion, it's something that I want to do. But if he steers me in a different direction, I have to be about his business and going in that route. <laughs> Amen. Surrendering your plans to God's plans. Now you founded KMW Productions. Um, you know, for the introduction, I did give them a little bit about your backstory, but take us further into KMW Productions. What is it? What, what in the world happened to make you decide, hey, I'm just going to start a production company and I'm just going to write my own films and put them out there? Do we have some time? <laughs> Girl, we got time. Come on. So let me just, let me tell you the backstory on okay. how all of this came about. So basically, um, I had, I pretty much grew up in church all my mm -hmm. life. I was in church. I was a church goer. Um, but that's pretty much what I was doing. I was just going, you know, but I really didn't, I really wasn't living the life outside of church. I was just feeling like it was just, you know, a, a routine, something that was, you know, instilled in me. Mm -hmm. And so I just like, I started going, you know, but then I met my, well, my husband, that's another uh, story, but my husband was actually attending a church out in St. Charles, Missouri, which is Ark of Safety okay. Church. And I, I went to church with him. I visited church and I absolutely fell in love with the teachings. And literally I was like, wow. Like the teachings was just, it just really, really, it was a different style. I would say it was a different okay. style. And so as I, you know, constantly started going first, I started going and I was going on a consistent basis and the enemy started to try to play tricks on me, honestly. And he started hmm. to, you know, tell me things like you don't belong here um the people here are like you know well advanced they're way mature in their walks and I mean literally it was just like he was really playing on me and my emotions and everything and I, mm -hmm. I started to listen to it a little you know and um but I thank God that I did not surrender to what he was saying to me Amen. um but anyway I, I just kept going and as I started to go I started really applying I started trying to apply the word that I was being taught outside of church Ooh. and I was in service one Sunday and my pastor was teaching a message and he said that every single person on earth was sent with a purpose mm. every no matter what we're no matter what we're doing no matter what we're experiencing no matter where we are in life we were sent with a purpose and that really ministered to me and so I started praying and I said, God, I heard my pastor say that everybody have a purpose and I am included in everybody. Yes, you are. So I'm like, what is mine? Like, what is my gift? I don't even know if I have a gift. Like, what is it that you have put in me that I can do? Because mind you, I never planned on writing. I never planned on being a writer. This is not my path. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I really started praying and I started hearing in the Holy Spirit. And of course, I'm fast forwarding the story, of course, but I started hearing in my spirit to write. And I shared that with my husband and I said, uh, I think that God is telling me to write. And he was like, write what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I have no idea, but I, I really feel in my spirit that he's saying write. And so I started just, um, I was like, okay, well, I'm still praying because I don't know what to write. And so I was at church again. That's why the, the scripture is so personal to me that says, um, how can you hear without a preacher? Because mm. literally so much confirmation comes from the pulpit, you know, as I'm praying in my long time with God and literally like it comes across. So he was teaching a message and it was called jump off the plane. And he used an example and he said, whatever God is calling you to do, I don't care what it is. And he started using these examples. And the first example he said was, if, if he's calling you to write, then you write. And I was literally like, I think that was like one of my very first true encounters with God as an adult. Like, I know that I hear you saying this, but then you confirm it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And so there, I'm, I literally, so basically what I did, I started writing. 
And I was, I wrote from a perspective of what I was taught. So basically my pastor teaches real life, real, raw, and relevant, literally to the point of you can relate to it, you know? So okay. when you leave, you really apply it. So I started writing messages like that. You know, I started writing stories about real life scenarios and how the situation can change if it is, you know, brought into fruition and how God asks you to apply it. So today, fast forward and running for it. Today, I've written four stage plays. Um, two of the stage plays we have turned into films. Hmm. Um, the stage play, The Wake Up Call, is actually the one that we turned into a film. And we submitted it to the, listen, this is our very first shot at even making a film. Um, we went to the International Christian Film Festival in Orlando, Florida. So I think it's really cool how, like, your pastor was very open about you know, kind of taking that message and making it transparent. And before we go a little bit further, I want to dive into the stage plays that you've written. Now, you did mention that one of the stage plays, The Wake Up Call, is now a movie, which I think is awesome. Congratulations mm -hmm. on that. <laughs> um, but I want to dive into the stage plays that you've written and kind of just learn more about the message behind the stage play and how okay. that came and so, first of all, 2013, love changes things. Tell us about that. What was the message that you received from either your pastor or from the Lord? And how did that become writing a stage play? Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> you will be surprised, but I wrote Marriage Works If You Work It. Okay. And I wrote Love Changes Things, and I wrote them at the same time. So Interesting. <laughs> Yeah. So marriage works if you work it is basically stemmed from um, our church. So our pastor says pretty often marriage works if you work it. It's just like a saying around our church. And so um, I think it's become a very popular saying everywhere, though. But mm -hmm. I heard it from my church. And um, so basically I took um, that saying and I wrote a stage play about it. Mm. And then at the same time, I was writing Love Changes Things. But love changes things. I'm telling you, it was like I was just writing. And I probably was putting love changes things to the side because I, I, it just didn't make sense to me, you know. But I was in Chicago, and this was after I had like a um, gala. And I was introducing to the community like who I am, what I'm doing, what the Lord has told me to do, and we're going to get started. And so... Mm -hmm that I was moving forth with marriage works if you work it. I did. I thought that. And that next day after the gala, it was my son's birthday. We took him up to Chicago and I had my prayer time in the mornings. And while I was in Chicago, I was praying and every, everyone that knows me, knows my background, knows I'm a marriage advocate. And so I literally like, I'm a marriage coach. I love marriage. I want all marriages to work. Amen. So, <laughs> and so um, I was in my prayer time. And it was prompting on my heart to do a marriage retreat. Hmm. And he said, once you do a, at the marriage retreat, present love changes things. No, it was, it was originally titled, there's a right and wrong way to love. So okay. basically it was more of a stage skit. And okay. so the skit was basically all married couples. Every actor in the, in the skit were married in real life. And so we would take one half of the show and we will have them arguing and fussing. We will pretty much give them a scenario and they will like handle the scenario the, from the flesh. You know, how sometimes we get so riled up and we just, just go off from the flesh. Mm -hmm. And so we'll, we, do, we did that the first half. We took an intermission and we came back and did the exact same scenarios, but doing them to where if we would have handled them different. And what the result outcome could be if you handle it different. Oh, I so, just got chills. <laughs> yes. And you will be so like the feedback, the request. To yes. And I mean, literally it went crazy. Like people were loving it. They will come up to me like after the show, like you were in my house. You were literally in my house. Like, yes. And I was like, no, that's how you know it's God. So one thing I always do is take the credit from me. Um, because I can honestly say, I can see how people get the big head and mm -hmm. think that they're higher than they ought to because people make people feel that way. Mm -hmm. And 
start giving him all these accolades and all these things. And it's like, no, I'm not. This is God. He's using me and all credit belongs to him. Amen. So redirect people to him. Take that off of me. Don't praise me, you know? And so that's, so basically that's how love changes things for birth. I was writing it at the same time that I was writing my full length stage play. And it just like went crazy. Like people loved it. They loved it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just sitting here and I haven't seen it, but I'm just like, ooh, like you can get the chills. Like you just know, especially being married, you know, there are yeah. certain ways to handle certain things and then there's a right way to handle certain things. And so the fact that you are able to shed light on that, like that is like, sis, read, read me, come on. Oh my goodness. And it was so crazy because around that time, like we were doing it, like some, you know, of course, just because you, just because you're being used by God doesn't mean you're perfect, right? And so I would literally, I would maybe handle a situation in my marriage and my husband would say, I think that we need to redo that and you need to do that the right way. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my goodness. So yeah, it, it literally, it was, he teaching me just because he's using me, that doesn't mean it's you. So it's him that uses us and we're learning as he's using us. So he's speaking to us the same way that he's speaking to the audience, you know? I love that. Just because he's using you doesn't mean it's you. That's right. <laughs> Dropping gems. All right. So you're, you did, you did Love Changes Things and mm -hmm. um, Marriage Works if you work it at the same time. But the next one you released was The Wake Up Call. So yes. what happened? Like... <laughs> Oh, exciting that I get to share this story because literally, so marriage works if you work it again. Like I said, I went forth with that. Do you hear me? I wrote mm -hmm. it. I cast it. Um, we started, I had a um, reading party. Um, I went to the theaters. I mean, literally I was moving forth with that play, but it wasn't time. And I hearkened to the Holy Spirit so often. Like it's, it's so crazy because when you're hearkening to the Holy Spirit and you really um, moving the way of his beat, you're moving to his drums. Mm -hmm. People think you crazy. You know, it's like, girl, make up your mind. You know? <laughs> like, God, God, just tell me everything up front, but he don't do that. So I thought I was moving forward with Marriage Works, and he showed me like this, one of the most prestigious theaters that we have here in St. Louis, Missouri, and this was before I even wrote anything. And he showed me this theater and literally I went to visit the theater and I said, oh no. I told the people that I'm sorry for wasting your time. Like it was large. It was like a, a 1600 seat theater. It was beautiful. I mean, it was just like way over my head. And I'm like, no way. It was called the Two Hill Theater. Okay. And, and so I literally, I just, I, I held off on it because I said, I know what God told me and I'm going to do it his way. And so from there, I just, I knew that marriage works needed to be at the two hill, but I did. The second play was the wake up call. I love the wake up call. All the plays are my babies. So anytime mm -hmm. I'm talking to you, you're going to see me light up because they're all my babies. Um, so we started, I wrote the wake up call and we cast the wake up call and, um, we actually toured the wake up call in our local city and over in Illinois, which is just across the bridge. So we did um, plays at churches and then we did them at theaters. And so the wake up call is pretty popular around St. Louis. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we did that. And then, um, so marriage works actually didn't come into well well let me let you lead the conversation because we'll get <laughs> to that one because it's all right, y'all. She's excited. She is getting ahead of herself, but she's excited. <laughs> now I love talking uh, about this. I love it. I know. I love it as well. Like I'm super excited for you, especially with everything that's going on right now. But yes, okay. So you did the wake up call as a stage play. Now the wake up call became a movie. So yeah. How did that work? Like, you just decided, oh, this is good. It's popular in St. Louis. I'm going to just put it on the big screen for everybody. Oh, I wish. No, but you know, I do think like that. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> but no. So I have a um, partner, um, Derek Mullen, and he's, he lives in Atlanta. And um, he is pretty much 
he has believed in KMW Productions since inception. Like Derek, I met him working through an insurance agency and I invited him out to a reading and he like literally came to me and was like, I don't know what you're doing, but I want to be a part. And I'm just like, okay, you know, and, and literally it just kind of took off from there. So he started, like, I was paying like so many different videographers and production companies to come out and record my stage play, the wake up call. And it was like, every time I got the product back, I would cry because I know that when God does things, it's an excellence. It's of excellence. And so many times when we're first getting started, People will say, well, so what? You're just getting started. People will understand. And I'm like, no, I don't operate like that. Like, yeah. time I represent the Father, I want to make sure that I'm doing it in excellence, a spirit of excellence at all times. And so every time I got it back, I would not release it. I would not release it. And I would cry. Like, I cannot get my stage play recorded properly. And so Derek from Atlanta, he said, why don't you let me um, record your stage play? And I said, at this time, I had hired someone else, and I'm like, no, it's okay. I, you know, I hired a another company. They have, you know, all the big cameras, and so I'm pretty sure they'll get it. They'll they'll do great. So he was like, okay. So because he wanted to record it with his iPhone, <laughs> and so he came to St. Louis anyway because he's never missed a play. Um, he came to St. Louis. He sat in the balcony of my church, and he recorded the play from his cell phone. When I got the um, CD back from the company, I wasn't pleased again. However, Derek went back to Atlanta. He put together this stage play that he recorded. Come on. iPhone, and literally, I cried again. But this time, it was tears of joy. Like, all these big cameramen and these big companies and all these people that I've come had to come out to record my show, and you mean to tell me that I get a quality stage play from iPhone, really? <laughs> and so Derek has always wanted to try out, you know, his hand out in directing and things like that. So what we did was um, my husband and I were partners in this business, KMW, and Derek is uh, alongside of us. We went to a movie festival. We went to a film festival. And I just was like doing research online and I seen all these movie festivals and we saw one called the International Christian Film Festival and it's held in Orlando, Florida every year. And it's like this massive festival where like people come from all over the world. And so we said, hey, let's go down to Florida. Let's just check it out. So we went and we were so inspired. We were just inspired. And we literally sat down in Florida and we said, do, do y'all think we can do a movie? I think that we could do a movie. Let's do a movie. And I'm like, let's do it. And so we literally, we purposed in our heart to make a movie, to get it submitted to that festival and to be back that following year. Okay. So we, we filmed the show, I mean, the movie, submitted it to the International Christian Film Festival, and we were an official selection at the International Christian Film Festival. Come on. And not just that, later that year, we won for best faith-based film out of Phoenix, Arizona by a company called Church Stars. <laughs> yeah, so The Wake Up Call has really, really, like, like, if you go on the YouTube channel, you scroll through the comments, like, the comments will tell you the love that people have for this film and how it's, like, really freeing people. Yeah. Yes. And for those that don't know, you can watch the movie on YouTube. Yes, you can. You can watch the movie on YouTube. The Wake Up Call is on YouTube. Yes. And I, and you know what? And I will just put this plug out there. That will actually be temporary because we okay. are really, um, we're going to be doing, we're in the conversation about some things with The Wake Up Call. So temporary. So if you want to see The Wake Up Call on YouTube, get out there quick and, and watch it. Yes, and I'm gonna have the link below for y'all so you can just go ahead, yeah. click on it right now, and go ahead and watch yeah. that because you know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So the wake up call, stage play, turn movie, and then mm -hmm. the next thing you put out was actually a collab between uh, you and a friend called Moving Forward, and it was to bring awareness to like sexual abuse in the community. So how did that come about? So I have a girlfriend named Dee Marie. And she is the founder of a ministry called Moving Forward. And again, as you just um, explained, so basically she um, focuses on adult survivors of childhood sexual abuse. Okay. And her and I were actually doing an interview 
And no, I don't think we were doing an interview. I think we were like doing some inspirational words um, for our pastor and someone was recording us. And in the midst of us being recorded, we were doing it together. And the lady that was recording, she stopped and she said, wow. She said, I just got a vision. And she said, I see you two doing something in the future. And you know, people say that all the time. Mm -hmm. You're just like, yeah, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it was probably, I think, like a year later or something, um, Dee Marie actually, she does an annual walk, and she at, she wanted a stage play. She wanted kind of like a skit. But, of course, I went all the way to uh, do it as a stage play. All out production. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so basically, we did Moving Forward, and um, I collabed with Erica Janae with Outcry Productions, um, that, and she's in Arizona. But she was in St. Louis at the time, but we collabed. And because I was actually writing something else at the same time, and I'm like, okay, I need some help at this point. So I collabed with Erica. We uh, went back and forth and wrote the show. And um, Moving Forward was birthed. And again, another hit. I mean, like, people went crazy. Like, we, our first time doing Moving Forward, people were in tears. Like, Aww. the house was moved. Like, crying, praising God. It changed into a church for real, like a church service from a stage play. And um, I'm definitely um, moved by that because everybody don't come to church. You know, <laughs> everybody won't come to church, but they may come to a stage play. Mm -hmm. Love the, the message because it's not, my shows aren't real churchy, okay? And I mean that, when I say that, I mean by, you know what I mean. I mean, I understand. <laughs> So it's like they're real relatable. So yeah. when you come, you can relate to the stories and you can know why that's a struggle that I have. Oh my God, I know somebody that's dealing with that. Or wow, I didn't know that. So I can be more of a, you know, maybe an advocate for this person, or maybe I can be more understanding in this situation. So it's bringing light, moving forward, definitely shed a lot of light um, on our community because it's something that was very, very uh high I mean literally it, it literally was going crazy back in the day and prayerfully that those statistics are going down I don't know mm -hmm. um yeah we are the moving forward is a stage play that with that type of focus yeah yeah I love it now finally <laughs> years later <laughs> marriage works if you work it that you wrote first all the way back then but yeah. now you get to put it out let's yeah. talk about it okay so Marriage works if you work it. I actually, <laughs> I went for it prior to going to the Two Hill, right? Okay. I, the, to the Two Hill Theater, I did. I, I did it at a theater a year prior. And it turn, the, turn, the turnout was crazy. Like, literally, it was like a standing room. And this was a huge theater, like 1,200-something seats. And, but I went forth with the theater because at this time I'm thinking like, okay, well, I'm thinking I can go for it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, the sound was kind of off. And to me, like from the audience, they will say it was great, you know? But to me, it was not done. It was just, the sound was all over the place. It was just, it was crazy. Um, anyhow, I realized that I went forth in disobedience. Mm. And I was supposed to write a book that coupled with the play and I didn't I'm like come on you know so I literally was like, put, I'm putting a different book in a place and I'm like you know what okay I'll just use this book but really I was being prompted to write a book so I had to finish the book and I finished the book and it's called are you really his good thing and so that book pretty much coupled with the stage play marriage works if you work it so that following year we were finally able to get to the Two Hill Theater. And even the, like, the staff and everybody that was working there, they were like, oh, my God. Like, this has been years in the making. Like, they remember me. Like, they're like, this has been years in the making. Like, I am so proud that you are finally getting here because I had been calling them, like, every year. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's too high. Like, I don't have that money. And so from the wake-up call sales, I actually was able to put down the deposit um, for the Two Hill Theater. Come on. Yeah, and so it was like way, way over our ballpark. Um, it was like, how in the world is this gonna happen? 
but God made it happen. And the people were there. They were in those seats. <laughs> and it went great. I mean, smooth. It was just yes. everything. It was everything. So it was like a highlight moment for me. Yeah. I love it. I, I love the journey from the stage plays. Like just, just the stage plays themselves tell a story, like tell yeah. your story about how it all started with a message from your yeah. pastor talking about everybody has purpose. And all yeah. you had to do was ask yourself that question, what is my purpose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, because I, I was, I was that girl that always like thought like, you know, this girl know how to do this. This girl know how to do this. Like, I felt like I didn't know how to do that. I mean, anything. I'm like, I don't know how to do hair. I don't know how to do nothing to my makeup. I don't know. I mean, literally, it's like, so I'm like, God, what is it? What, what do I do? What can I do? You know? And he, and this is what he showed me. You can write. You are a writer. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I am so curious because you did mention how you're a huge marriage advocate and, you know, with this starting out with, you know, love changes things and marriage works if you work it, like that was the beginning of the stage play journey. How has marriage, like your personal marriage, kind of shaped the way you handle your father's business? Well, um, again, I give so much honor um, to my pastor. He is definitely a marriage advocate as well. He also has a book on marriage. He teaches on marriage. Everybody knows him on marriage. And so um, just, I had a pretty, my backstory on where, when I was growing up in my family, what marriages was going through in my personal family. Um, it was really a hurtful place for me. And I guess something was like a seed or something was planted back then or whatever. And so now it's just like, I am just like rooting for marriage. I'm just like, I am literally like, I love marriage. And so with my husband and my marriage, of course, I, I brought some things into our marriage that I struggled with in the beginning prior to the and prior to things. So I brought a lot, I brought baggage. I brought my attitude. I brought my frustrations. I brought all of these things and I was just like spilling them on them. And, you know, and, and it's just like, for me, how it has changed my marriage is the way that I view it now. The way that I see that my husband is my head and I will submit to my husband and I do it wholeheartedly and I do it faithfully. I do it unashamedly and I do it boldly. Come and on. Yes, because, and I mean, I'm not, don't get me wrong, you know, I still have my little moments, you know, mm -hmm. but the great thing about having those moments is knowing that I'm not that one that say, well, this is just me and you're just going to have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. I know when I have to, I know the things that I need to work on. I know when God is prompting me to, no, you need to say that different. You need to go back and you need to apologize. You need, you know, and I think that sometimes as wives, we so we, we don't we don't really want to apologize too quick, you know, because our mind is well. If I say sorry, then he gonna think he's right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? I I heard someone say before, and it just really really stuck to me. They said, when you're in a marriage, it's like you're not arguing, you're not fighting against each other. You're fighting an issue together. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I view it. I'm like, you know what? when we're having a disagreement, I'm not fighting him. I'm not fighting you. Let's figure out, let's get on one accord and let's fight this issue. Let's get to the root. This problem that is occurring so that you and I aren't bumping heads. Let's fight this and mm -hmm. let's fight together versus you and I fight each other, you know? So I think my walk with God has grown tremendously in marriage. Um, I love my husband so much. He truly, I believe that God sent him. Um, he have taught me so much as it relates to being a virtuous woman and understanding purpose and understanding being set apart and all those things. He's a very, very quiet guy, but he's a quiet storm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love yes. it. Yes, yes. Yes. Now, I kind of want to stay on the marriage track because I know you are a huge advocate for marriage and mm -hmm. um, Iron Wifey is mm -hmm. really like derived from Proverbs 27, 17, you know, as iron sharpens iron, one woman sharpens another. And so I kind of want to get into 
how or what advice do you have for young women who may just be entering into their marriage or, you know, young women who've been married for, they just passed that honeymoon stage. Let's say that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And they are finding that they're not fighting the issues, they're fighting each other. What advice do you have for those women when it comes to submission? Um, Well, actually, um, I will say, I'm not too fond of that past the honeymoon stage. Okay. Um, And the reason I say that is because I think that we get conditioned to think that we're supposed to get to that stage. Ooh. And I think that, yeah, I I really believe that as women and men going into marriage is because people say it so much to us. Mm -hmm. And anytime that people are constantly saying things, it becomes a seed and that seed begins to grow. And so we take, we go into a marriage automatically thinking that we're going to get past the honeymoon stage. And you don't have to get past the honeymoon stage. You know, we can be intentional about staying in that phase. And I think that because people say that honeymoon phase, you think that you're not supposed to argue or you're not supposed to have disagreements during that stage. You still have them, Mm -hmm. but you, it's a mind. You have to renew your mind. I will say renewing of the mind is so key in marriages because when you enter into this institution, first of all, the enemy is going to attack it like crazy. Mm-hmm. And you have to know when it is the enemy that's attacking it because literally he, his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. And mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. And so it is our job to do our jobs. So he's doing his, we have to do ours. So how do we do it? It's hard. Okay. It's hard. And it is dying to ourselves. It is really saying, God, okay, I want to be in your will at all times. I want to be pleasing to you. And honestly, me submitting to him is ultimately submitting to you. Amen. So if there is something, and again, there's something that we're taught, you know, you, there's times that you submit, you know, but if your husband is asking you to do anything, um, unethical, illegal, or against the express will of God. We were taught by our pastor, you don't, that's something you don't submit to. You know, you don't go submit to something illegal. Mm-hmm. This thing. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you have to use wisdom in your marriage. But for instance, you know, if this is just an example, you know, babe, we both sitting there. Babe, can you do me a favor real quick and, uh, and uh, go fix me some Kool-Aid? And you feel like, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we both sitting right here doing the same thing. You go get it, you know? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's like, you know what? And in your head, you say, you know what? All right, I'm going to go fix Jesus a glass of Kool-Aid. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you asking me to do that? You know, but it's like... And I mean, I'm not saying the ones that just take advantage and, and just do it just intentionally, you know. But I mean, do we have to argue because you asked me to fix you some Kool-Aid? Do we have to argue because you asked me to go get your clothes out the dryer? Is it going to hurt us to do it? Like, come on. I mean, yes, I don't feel like it sometimes. Yes, I want to tell you, you do it. But is it really worth the argument, you know, just to do it? And, and, and honestly, and I say all the time, like, because of course, just because the wives that I speak with and the counseling sessions that I have just because I'm rooting for them. And just because I'm giving them all this godly advice, it doesn't mean that it's always going to work. It doesn't. Yes. Sometimes divorce, they're going to go their separate ways. And I tell wives all the time, even if a divorce occurs, like, you know, cause sometimes you're married to unsaved men and men, they're, you know, just doing things that are just, you know, it's, it's just, ugh, it, it's drives you crazy, you know? But it's like, even if he decides to leave, don't allow him to leave without any regrets. And what I mean by that is, don't put him in a place where he's happy that he do things to where even if he left, he's kind of thinking like, man, that was a good woman. That was a good woman. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, because we are, God made us beautiful and God made us to be our husband's helpmates. And when we sign up, the institution 
That's what we're signing up for. Yep. And here's the great thing about it. If you don't want to do it, don't get married. Yep. It's, it's a choice. <laughs> you know, so it's like, if you want to do it the way that he asked us to do it, you know, and we jump into it, then I just say submit to God's will. Submit to God's will. Yeah. Him to help. He will. He will help when you want to go off. When you want to let that flesh dictate what's getting ready to happen. He will really help you. And I think so. I think we have the Holy Spirit. So many people, we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, but we don't really hearken to it. He's mm-hmm. like, us. he's saying, you know, you, you know, you, you hear something or you feel something saying, don't say that. Or, don't mm-hmm. do that. Go and apologize. Or, don't do and, and but then again, you just kind of you you just go past what he's saying, and so then now you're back to the I'm sorry, can you forgive me? And it's like just listen to the Holy Spirit, you know. And I know it's easier said than something they done. So so wives, don't come <laughs> in by. <laughs> I mean, you can come, you know, asking questions. I'm not you know telling you not to, but don't come going off on me, you know. I'm just saying that. Harken to the Holy Spirit. I know it's hard, ladies, but we can do it. We can do it. <laughs> Amen. And you and your husband just became teenagers. Y'all just celebrated 13 years. Congratulations. Thank you. We have way there. We have way there. We got six years in. So we we okay. almost <laughs> okay. yes. Congratulations. <laughs> but I am curious. Um, you and your husband founded the company together, KMW Productions. And so how has it been? you know, carrying out this vision together. So actually, and that's another thing, honestly, um, some wives, you know, you get this pretty often that my husband don't support my business or um, my husband isn't really involved the way that I want him to be. And my advice to that wife is show him that you're serious. Be consistent, be committed. Because literally, like, when we first got started, of course, my husband is a handyman, so he's going to help. He's definitely going to be there. He's going to be behind the scenes. He, I don't know what I'd do without him, okay? But as he started seeing me, like, because I will say that prior to me finding purpose and knowing what I'm called to do or knowing what I'm supposed to be doing, I was doing everything. Do you hear me? I'm talking about mm-hmm. I was type of MLMs. I was starting businesses. I was everywhere, okay? My husband was, like, throwing me parties. For like, I remember I started a, another MLM. He threw me, like, a big party, and he invited everybody over, and he was, like, celebrating. I'm like, oh, my God, like, I got to stick to this, but I didn't stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, like, now it's been, what, almost eight years, I believe? Yeah, and so he see the consistency. He see the consistency. He saw that she's serious about this. She's committed. And I mean, he jumped in full. I mean, support the uh, partnership, everything. It's amazing. I mean, KMW is ours. Like, literally, it's, it's ours. And he believes in it just as much as I do. Yeah. Amen. It's so funny you say that because, like, I was the same way doing this, 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 and this all over the place. Like, oh, I need to be here. Oh, I could do that. I could be good at that. I could be successful at that. Let me just try. Let me just, let me just try for a little bit <laughs> and see if it works. And it's yeah. just like, literally, I remember my husband gave me some hard love and he was just like, look, you got this idea? We'll see. And I was yeah. like, what do you mean? we'll see. I'm going to make this happen. He's like, yeah, okay, we'll see. Yeah. And when yeah. somebody challenges you like that, you'd be like, dang. And then when you don't go fall through, you'd be like, dang, they was right. <laughs> he was so exactly. right. <laughs> and you'd be like, people like, your family know you as, girl, what you doing now? Mm-hmm. You know, what you doing now? So it's just like, but, it, but you know what, girl, I relate everything spiritually. Like, I'm like, you know what? We were chasing purpose. We were chasing purpose. Mm-hmm. Just, we didn't know that we was chasing purpose, but that's what we were doing. We were like on a hunt. And we were looking because when God, when you are a visionary, entrepreneurship is in you. It's in yeah. your spirit. You feel like I can do it. I just, I'm, but I'm looking for that thing. I'm looking yes. for that thing. But what we don't know, what we're looking for is purpose. Yeah. So, and so when we find it, it's like, whoo, finally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's shift gears. Finding purpose. Mm-hmm. Kingdom-minded women, KMW. How did you know that was your purpose? So, what, writing? 
Writing, yeah. Or just the production company starting it? I want to go I, into both. Okay. So again, as you know, just rewinding back, you know, I've definitely just, I'm writing out of obedience, seriously. Like this wasn't my vision. This wasn't my passion. This isn't anything. I was a little girl. Like when I get older, I'm going to write all this and I'm going to be in this place. And I'm going to, I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to do, you know, but, um, starting KMW productions actually, because honestly, I thought I was only going to do one stage play. I thought we were going to do it at the church and that was it. Like, I didn't know a production company was being birthed and more stories were going to be told. And I didn't know that stuff. I just was writing as he told yeah. me when Essay started writing, like literally my pastor can say one, one sentence. And out of this one sentence, I can have a whole play. Mm. Like one sentence, I can literally write a whole play. And it was like, <clears throat> he would like be teaching and I would literally write that and God would like be speaking to me. Like, the Holy Spirit was just like, okay, write this, write this down, write this down. Or mm -hmm. even like, okay, go back, redo this scene, change it to this, you know? And I'm like, wow, but that's how he does it. And so I didn't know that KMW even was a thing. So KMW started off as Kyrie and Marie Williams, which is my name. And when I did the gala, um, you know, what I was telling you about when I was introduced to the community. Mm -hmm. So the MCs that I had for the event, they had came over to my house the night before and we sat down and we talked about, you know, the program and things. And so they got the microphone and they said, well, we know that KMW stands for Kyrie Marie Williams, but we went to this young lady's house last night. They said, and we were just in conversation with her. And when we left that house, we said, I know her production stands for Kyrie Marie Williams, but to us, it means kingdom minded woman. Come on. And when I, and he was like, after we had conversation with her, she's such a kingdom minded woman, you know? And I'm like, ah, I like it. I'm, mm -hmm. like, I'm like, I'm changing it. I'm changing it. And so it changed to kingdom minded woman from Kyrie Marie Williams. Again, taking okay. it off of me, you know, taking it off of me. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. And in running this business, what have been some of your greatest challenges? Hmm. Of course, um, challenges, I think working with a lot of people, um, you have to be very conscious of people's schedule. Um, you have to get, especially when you have a large cast, you mm -hmm. have to make sure that you can get everyone on one accord at the same time. And um, also finances. Finances were definitely a challenge. And um, so from there, one thing that I'm so grateful about, about challenges is I don't let them stop me. So when God tells me to do something like literally, it can cost, and, and, and my team says it all the time, like, I don't care what it costs. Like, if he say do it, I'm gonna go for it, you know? Mm -hmm. So really, like, we, we have really uh, had to raise money several different ways, you know, even as far as going into 401ks, um, you know, asking from the community. Um, so finances is always a challenge, especially doing films, okay? Films are not just some look, you know, you, you can't just take your little $25, <laughs> you know, and do a film, so... Mm -hmm. Honestly, it takes money to do this stuff. And so finances is challenging, working with a ton of different people, um, getting them to, you know, be on, on one accord. But I'm telling you, God sends the people because we literally have everybody like the same time and everybody makes their schedules work. And it's just, it is what it is. And then also challenging um, as far as I am a, a mother first. Okay. And... So my children, you know, like my son is heavily involved in sports. And so I would literally like sometimes be out like all night shooting or anything. My son would have to be somewhere at like six o'clock the next morning. And I'm like mm -hmm. going home, taking my quick nap and I'm up, you know, cause I also, I never want my children to feel like that mama put business before us or church, you know? Yeah ever want them to feel as if they had to come second so I don't care I can be somewhere sleepy uh drained but mama gonna be in them stands you know so <laughs> I love it yeah yeah I love it so we're gonna wrap up in just a little bit um 
But I did want to touch on one more thing with you. A new husband for Christmas. Huh? A new husband for Christmas. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so you are releasing a new movie soon. Um, yes. A new husband for Christmas. Tell us about that process. So a new husband for Christmas was actually birthed from Marriage Works if you work it. So Marriage Works if you work it is basically now turning into a film. Mm-hmm. Um, changed that name of it as I was because of course when you're writing stage plays versus films that's two different things it's yeah. two totally different arenas and so as I write to turn my stories into film um you have to add more characters you have to now you have to get into locations and all these type of things and so that's pretty much I was writing and as I was writing the Holy Spirit again a new husband for Christmas it was like oh that's it that's it mm-hmm. I did a poll and a lot of people was like, yes, a new husband for Christmas. So that's pretty much, that will be coming out um, this um, holiday season. Yes. I will definitely make sure that you have all the details as it relates to that film because we're so excited about that. And at the same time, I'm writing film number three that is going to start filming in spring of 2021. So another film? Another film, yeah. So, and this is gonna be the very first film that I am ever doing that was not a stage play first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can we so get our a next year in spring? <laughs> <laughs> so, so next year in spring, we will be filming it. We haven't cast it for it or anything, so we will still have to cast. We literally have to do the whole process. So, okay. um, yes, the process is what it is. The process you have to write it. You have to do, uh, you have a reading, you have to cast for it, you have to find locations, you have to put your um, uh, schedule for the film in place, which is one of the most, I would say challenging. That is one of the most challenging things as well is putting that schedule in place. And so you have to put the schedule in place, you have to, you know, you have to get all these um, agreements signed and, you know, it's, it's literally a process. But when you sit in those seats, at the end and you see your work on that screen it's just it's mind-blowing it's mind-blowing and god will forever get the glory because i'm telling you i only do it for him i only do it because amen and he's changed my life so mightily to the point i just want to share with the world i just want the world oh jesus is real and he can change your life if you let him you know if we let him he can do it amen now, Kyria, we end the interview with the same question every time. Um, as I previously mentioned, and you know, Iron Wifey is Iron Sharpens Iron. Our motto is one woman sharpens another. So how are you sharpening the women in your life? Oh, wow. I actually just did a um, poll. I had to ask the women in my life. <laughs> I had to ask them the question on um, have I, what have I imported in their lives Um, and literally the response that I received was overwhelming. I was emotional, um, because they, the responses that I was receiving, honestly, it's like, it's what you want to hear, you know? And so basically it's causing when the women that are around me, they're wanting, they want to grow. And I pretty much impart, they say that I'm very, um, non-judgmental. I love with the love of the Lord, but I'm a no-nonsense person. And so they say in front of you, you know, nobody will, will feel like you're condemning them or making them feel like, you know, they're beneath you or anything. But you, you really, when the women are around you, you really cause them to want to grow, you know, and grow to another level. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. You want to grow. You want to grow in the things of God. And that's what I'm doing when you're around me. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. So just imparting to them that Jesus is here, no matter what you've done, no matter your background, no matter what you did yesterday, no matter who you did it with, it doesn't matter. He loves us all. He can use us. He wants to use us. He's waiting on us with open arms. And I'm literally, no matter who judges you, no matter what your family say, no matter how they make you feel because you was this person and now who you think you are, because we sometimes go through that phase 
and our salvation of who do she thinks she is after you've done everything under the sun when you were running around in the enemy's camp and then you trans you know you transfer and you go over into the kingdom and it's like well she don't want to do this and now she don't know her now she don't and so they go from who do she think she is to realize and know that she's consistent in this and she's serious about this to really now wanting to learn you know so i say don't take don't think that people are coming from a place of being harsh when they are not accepting the new you it's just that's something they're not used to yeah and eventually they will but we have to stay in a place of consistency we can't go back and forth and back and forth this this week i'm saved next week i'm in a club with you yeah we i'm back in church now now i'm at your house and we smoking then we you know so it's like okay just pick the side be consistent and the women will they will literally they will call you for prayer they will call you you know and and then it turns to respect when you first get saved and you start feeling as if they're not inviting me places anymore they're not doing this kind of getting lonely and you feeling like you know people don't want me around but then after a while once you grow and you mature in your walk you start seeing it as respect yeah you that wow my girls respect me my girls oh they didn't invite me yeah I love you <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's just the place of you know just loving loving with the love of the Lord and it's definitely going to take you to know him in order to love like that yeah and I know I probably went all the way off the question girl but I always do that so no <laughs> Kyria where can people find you Everywhere, KMW Productions on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, kmwproductions.org is my website. Email info at kmwproductions.org. Just look up KMW Productions. KMW Productions is everywhere. Just go and, and you'll see the logo. You'll see the girl that do the stage plays and the movies. And so that's me. So yeah, follow me, guys. Keep up with what the Lord is doing in KMW Productions. And I, I will forever give him the glory. Yeah. Amen. Hold me accountable to that. Follow me. I'm doing that. We got you. Well, Kyria, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for showing us that everyone does have a purpose and pursuing that purpose full-minded, wholeheartedly, and going all in to the point where the Lord can't do anything but show up and show out in everything that you do. So I am humbled by just allowing, just, just being able to sit with you and discuss your journey thus far. I can't wait to see what the Lord does next in your life. I can't wait to see about a new husband for Christmas coming up. So don't forget that the information will be below with that. And also, I look forward to seeing this new production next summer. Yes! (laughs) I've been in the movie before, so I may have to reach out about casting. (laughs) Let me stop. Let me stop. From the bottom of my heart, Kyria, Thank you. Absolutely. And I will say thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. It's been fun. You make it so relaxing and I, you just keep doing what you're doing. I'm excited. I'm excited for you and congratulations to you as well. Thank you. Now I told you, (laughs) I told you that it was an amazing interview. I told you it's just something about her. Her energy is infectious. Her story is amazing. Her testimony is out of this world. And when I tell you, like when she was talking about how, you know, her pastor gave her the word, just, just her transformation from going into the church to realizing her, her gifts, to realizing her purpose in the church after her pastor gave her that word and to actually walking in her purpose from then, like she didn't know how to write stage plays. Like she didn't know how to write a script and the Lord just downloaded. He just gave her those gifts. He gave gave her those talents and they keep growing. Now, again, a new husband for Christmas has released already. It released December of 2020. Actually, I believe it released November of, no, December, because we recorded in November. So December of 2020, it did release. It has amazing reviews. It is available on Amazon. I will have the link below so that you guys can go ahead and check out that production because honestly, y'all, it was pretty good. And um, she did mention that she has a new summer project coming up. And guys, like, 
it's almost summer. However, it looks like that production has been moved to the fall and it is the gift of grace. I believe the gift of grace. And so if you are interested um, in following along with what Kyria is doing with what she's doing with, you know, KMW Productions to tune in to the new film that they will be releasing this fall of 2021, The Gift of Grace. Make sure you go and follow them at KMW Productions. That's everywhere. KMW Productions on Facebook, KMW Productions on Instagram, KMWProductions.com. Like she is, or not .com, .org. She is everywhere. She is doing it. She is putting Missouri on the map when it comes to the film industry and for them to take a screenplay and go to a movie festival and realize, hey, next year we're going to come back with a movie that just goes to show how good God is and how he moves, (laughs) how he moves. And we just got to be ready to make the move. So in other words, that concludes today's episode of the Iron Wifey podcast. I am so happy that you guys were able to join us with this interview. And I just encourage you all to continue to seek God first above all else and sharpen and encourage the women around you in your life. Because as iron sharpens iron, one woman truly does sharpen another. All right, you guys, we'll catch you next week on another episode of the Iron Wifey Podcast. Bye.